Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest and Lily's Flowers. What is going on on your Facebook? Who's Kenneth? And who's ass? Are we going to Ken- Like, Lily's Flowers is the sweetest person on the entire freaking planet. Like, who is messing with you on Facebook? We're going to roll call. People, go find her Facebook and go find Kenneth. And you well, tell Kenneth, Kenneth to come talk to me. It's not me. I'm going to go not find it. I'm going <laughs> to. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm, I'm 100%. Do you, you want to double check? <laughs> You guys, welcome to the live. It's good to see you, Purple Princess in the house, and Angie Barnes and Lily's Flowers and Sonny. We got Sonny backstage and Squire. You guys, hello, hello. It's good to see you. Happy Monday, Texan. Happy, Happy Monday. Happy China. Happy China Monday. Yeah, China. yeah. New Chinese America. Mm-hmm. Let's talk yeah. about it. It's yeah. So glorious. So this morning they sent out a release saying that the DOJ was going to come out and they were going to announce something real, like. Real. They were like, we're going to crack down on what do they call them? I got to pull it up now. I usually am all ready to go, but I'm all thrown off because we're back on YouTube. The election fraud stuff. No, we're going to go over that a little bit too. A little bit. Can we talk about that since it's like the left now that's complaining about it? (laughs) Yeah, we're allowed to now that they're now that they're the ones talking about it. We can probably talk about it now. Uh, probably. No, this was the U.S. Justice Department was going to hold a press conference on a significant national security matter later today. The Attorney General Garland will address malign, M-A-L-I-G-N, malign, 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 yeah. influence schemes and alleged criminal activities by a nation state actor in the United States. And it actually turned it out to be China, a bunch of Chinese oh, Americans. Oh, imagine that. Did you not? Did you read that? Come on. I didn't. Guys. I've been busy today. Sorry. Texas is moving yeah. to Iowa. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm your neighbor. I'm trying to find you. You are. You're going to be my neighbor. The Instead house of on the Mr. Rogers, you're Mrs. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be? No, because that's like a Tom Hanks thing. Yuck. <laughs> that's for conspiracy night. Wasn't it on? Oh uh, wasn't that on Mr. Rogers, too? Won't you Won't be my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, that, yeah, was... that was the song. That wasn't Tom Hanks, though. Well, Tom Hanks was in the remake. Oh, I didn't see the remake. Well, I haven't seen it either. I just saw the ads for it. I don't talk about it. Arizona oh. Cats Neighbor. Yeah, you're going to be all over. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm deep state, so that's what I do. I'm all over the place. FBI, baby. I keep this Fed job. <laughs> <laughs> I go where they tell me to go. <laughs> I tell you what, I ain't living the lifestyle of a freaking George Soros Fed. I can tell you that right now. You know how closely... <laughs> Do you know what happened this week? I had to meal plan and budget everything for our grocery shopping trip this week. And I had about $180, which is about, I came home with four damn bags, four bags. And I didn't even get everything that we needed. I'm like, rice it's and beans insane. for dinner, kid. It's nuts. 
It is. We 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 go like we don't even have her kids uh, as much anymore, and we're still spending like two hundred bucks a week on just groceries or just... just basic groceries, like not even anything luxury that we would normally possibly get. <laughs> eggs here are like four fifty for the cheap eggs, like the manufactured eggs. <laughs> <laughs> The ones that come from the egg farm. I don't even know what the difference is. Well, I do, yeah. but yeah, six bucks. It's all six insane. Bucks. I mean, coffee's going through the roof, which is like, yeah, that's life. <laughs> no, it's not. It sucks. This is stupid. This is worse than Obama's years. Like this Obama's years were, were pretty bad. Now, Nancy Pelosi was asked this week um, how she felt about inflation. And she said that- we need to change the subject. And I have the video here. If you guys want to just give me a minute and we'll go ahead and watch. I feel like this is a good segue. Let's watch the video. Maybe Microsoft Edge tab share. Oh yeah, there she is. Is it going to play? Maybe there it is. And the fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard them there, we have to change that subject. Inflation is a global phenomenon. The EU, the European Union, the UK, the British have higher inflation rate than we do here. It's not the fight is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. Boy, that's not going to look good for her in November. Yeah, You know, as much as I would like to say that that's not going to look good for her in November, her constituents have to be the dumbest people on earth to continue to reelect her, though. Well, isn't she elected by the members of Congress, though? Isn't For that how speaker, that works? But she's she's also elect, an elected representative, too. She's oh. just the Speaker of the House. Um, and how they continue to reelect her year after year when she's up for reelection is beyond me. It, it, you... It's insane. Cause like I even have, I, I do get a lot of liberals that complain on her a lot, but I'm like, okay, I mean, where's her constituents then? Like she still gets reelected. I don't understand. Well, I guess I do kind of, well, and I do kind of understand. I mean, we are, I don't, I don't understand why she's, so dismissive that and you're right why she's so dismissive on the thing that's the most important to the american people at this point well if you heard you know joe what I mean? biden like, too, though joe biden was asked about abortions and um and inflation about those being the top two hot topics and he he wanted to talk about foreign policy and i don't care about foreign policy like, I don't yeah, think anybody he, cares about foreign policy. Nobody right cares now. about foreign policy right now. I can guarantee that. Like, that the foreign policy is a good policy to talk on whenever the economy is going well. <laughs> when, like, everything I, is going kosher here in America, and it's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about some foreign policy now. But, like, that's clearly not the case. I mean, you have a housing bubble that's about to explode. You're going to have a car market bubble that's about to explode. Um, car prices are decreasing faster than ever right now it's going to leave a lot of people like re- ridiculously upside down in their cars if they just bought within a year or two um it's things are going to get insane mm-hmm. if you don't talk about it it's not real also if you change the definition of it it also is not real so it's true i don't know if you knew this but yes. this is this is the way that things currently are right now so if you change the definition of things it's not the thing what did what? they change the definition on not inflation, but there was something else. No, it was uh, shoot. 
Because you're right, Joe Biden and them. Oh, of um, uh, it has to do with the economy um, Mm -hmm. recession. Yeah, the recession. recession. So they changed the definition of thank you of recession, and they did that right before the the second quarter numbers came out. And they're like, because the recession is two like two quarters in a row that are dipped. And this would be the second quarter that's dipped, which would technically lead us into a recession. And so they were like, well, no, that's all in your head. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. That's great. Hamburger is is still nine bucks a pound. And and that's what I don't understand is why, like, so I I made like, not necessarily an anti-Trump post, but like, just like try to get people's heads thinking about Trump in general. And most, a lot of Republicans turn to Joe Biden in that post. And it's like, I'm not talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about Trump. Like why does, and then some liberals would come in and say things about, about Trump too. But it's like, well, where's your same energy for Biden? Like, you can't tell me that he's doing better than Trump would have done like that much. I believe that Trump Mm -hmm. would be killing it right now Mm -hmm. uh, in a good way. But I mean, you can't tell me that this guy is mentally okay. Joe Biden? Yeah, you can't. I have another video. Do you want to watch it? Oh, sure you boy. do. Sure you do. I like videos. Videos <laughs> videos have kind of been the thing. Um, I got to see if I can do it. It's out of Telegram, though, but we're going to see if it'll do it. Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, go for it. Okay, hold on. Um, we're going to hide. This is, it's always weird when I try to do this on a telegram. Click the link. I did, but I didn't, I clicked the link and then it still didn't, it won't play because then it opens in a new tab. Oh. So then I have to stop screen and do it again. Now, just a minute. There it is. Okay. Now we're going to go. Maybe. No, it still doesn't want to play. You know, that's it. I quit this job. This job is dumb. <laughs> Hi. There it goes. Is there volume? Pocket, girl. Oh, is it not? See, is the sound not playing? Uh-uh. See, that's what it does in Telegram. Yeah. You know what? He's just walking around, and they ask him if he's slowing up, and he's like, no. And he's like, I could drop dead tomorrow. And then it just doesn't it makes any damn sense. It's that video. It, it didn't make any sense at all. None. It never does with Joe. No, not with him. I, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I, I get there's politics, and I get, like, there's sides. But at what point do you go, this isn't, this isn't it? On their side. I don't know. Do you have anybody that's even still thinking that? Do you know what I mean? Or do you have anybody that comes into like your videos or anything like that? That all the time is defending still. him? Oh, yeah. Still? Shut oh, up. All the time. Yeah, look at moderate Democrat. He still How? defends him to this day. Uh, you'll even get some known liberals. I don't want to be dropping names because I don't want to start drama or anything, but that will defend him. Mostly, and, and the sad part is, is all the defense of 
Biden is rooted in their deep hatred for Trump. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. But like my, I, I'd hate Biden, but like if he was doing a better job than Trump was, I'd get the fuck over it. And I'd just swallow, you know what I mean? Cause this is affecting right. people's lives and their livelihood in a bad way, like in a real bad way. Yeah. Here's the video. I found it somewhere else. Here we go. So let's say Trump doesn't run again. Is there sound? Convince on Gloria that okay. she should stick with you. Well, I think Aunt Gloria should take a look. I, I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. Thank you, Lily. You know, Flowers. am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace as her? You know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of faith. <laughs> I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. But I, you know, in terms of my energy level, in terms of how, much I'm able to do, I think people should look and say, is he, does he still have the same passion for what he's doing? And if they think I do and I can do it, then that's fine. If they don't, then they should vote against me. Not against me, should encourage me not to go. But that's not how I feel. I can't even say the age of me. <laughs> I can't even get it out of my mouth. This is like the most cringiest video. He just went up and touched him. Come here. And the guy is scared. Please. What happened to COVID? Like, what happened no. to the <laughs> social distancing? He's triple vaccinated. Like... Oh, I, he's yeah, triple vaccinated. Well, those are CDC so directors. He just got COVID. So I know. <laughs> sure did. Yep, they came out and announced that, and literally 45 minutes later, Joe Biden drops a tweet reminding everybody to get their boosters because it saves lives. Are you kidding me? It's like you guys don't even talk to each other. I, I'm I'm yeah, 81 million has, votes. And that's the thing, like, now, now, like, for, for the most part, like, more people that I know that get COVID have gotten the ouchie than haven't gotten the ouchie. Do you think, you, you mean people who got COVID, that they got the jab? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, bad. I, I mean, it's like, the numbers are staggering for on from what I see. Now, I'm not some scientist or anything. So I'm not putting out any facts, but just what I'm observing from my friends and family is the ones that have gotten the ouchie are getting the virus still. And the ones that they haven't say that it, they say that it lessens the symptoms though. Okay. So how do you test that? We're not I'm scientists. Like, I don't, I have, a, I have, a, I have an RN right next to me and I have asked her the same thing. Like, how do they specifically know? Because to say it lowered the symptoms, they'd have to be able to compare it to something. Mm-hmm. Well, that so, and people's symptoms vary based. I, and I, I strongly right. believe people's exactly. symptoms vary based on their personality. Like I have a really high tolerance to being sick as for Mr. Yeah. Shipwreck doesn't. And if you've never, and if you've never had it, how do you compare it? Cause you'd have to get, the vid once mm-hmm. without the ouchie and then get it a second time. But then we know that that's going to be reduced anyway. So there's really no way to even tell. I bet we could okay. ask the CDC director. I bet they had it first before the ouchie. Let's get them on the phone. Ring, ring, bitches. I got questions. I got questions. Uh, I mean, we could do that. She's over there. She's over there just signing paperwork, adding it to the children's uh, vaccine schedules. 
to add it to their vaccine schedules for school. Now there is an update with this. So they did roll out saying that they were pushing for this. It was going to be mandated. Then as soon as that hit the fucking press, people went nuts and they backdated and said, no, 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 because they can't technically mandate it. Right. It's just, it's going to be a recommendation. So they're going to recommend that it's added to the correct. And so that's great. That's fine. You can recommend it, but here's the problem is like, normally your public schools go along and we figured this out during COVID with the CDC recommendations, right? Uh, to so some extent, have... to some extent. Okay. Yeah. Like the flu shots a recommendation for the um, child's thing. And so is HPV. And those aren't required in most States either. Um, so like okay. they, they follow it to an extent, but um, I would imagine that like, if they do it, like it's not gonna have to be a special law that's gonna have to be taken place. Like in Texas, it's super easy to get your uh, exemption. Like it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Iowa it is too. Yeah. Um, who was I talking to uh, the other day? And they have to take a course. Uh, Logic and Liberty. It was actually in Colorado. They have to take a course to get exempt from uh, their ouchies. No shit. Yeah. Because the course is like a brainwashing video, essentially, is what it is, is what she said. It's a brainwashing thing to tell you how great the ouchies are. I didn't know that. (laughs) Iowa, all we had to do is print off form, and then we had had to have it notarized. But, like, the school here didn't even ask for anything. Yeah. Like, we enrolled the kids. I've been doing this for my kids since they were born because they don't have any of them. And... We get a lot of stank eye. I'm used to it um, when we turn in the exemption paperwork because we have to do the same thing. This guy's hat triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cat, we're back on YouTube. Just so you know. Um, and, uh, and so when, when we have to download the form, we got to get it notarized and then we turn it in. And usually it's the nurse or somebody up there that gives like some very stank eye for not being having any ouchies. Okay. No, they don't do that here. We just, we, I went to a website on it's Iowa.gov website, mm-hmm. religious exemption, and I just printed off. They do ask you to have it notarized. So we did yeah. that and you, we just took it to our bank. Um, and they don't ask, the bank doesn't ask you, they don't care. No, and then they, they, we just turned it in and that was it. They didn't even ask for it here. They just, I went to the chiropractor today here in Cowtown and that was one of the questions oddly he had asked me. He's like, you know, did you? And I'm like, you know, you know, no, I didn't because I, you know, and I started with my whole spiel. I read about this, this, and this, and I didn't understand. He's like, nope, you don't even need to tell me. He's like, I didn't either. He didn't, he hadn't, he hadn't outcheated any of his kids in his 60 years. He hadn't like, he was all on board. I might have to bring him on as a guest. He was pretty that good. Would, there that she would be is. good. The, the hat does trigger, especially people named after a candy bar. It does. Cat Soros. I... <laughs> Don't remember what I was going to say now. Oh, so it's not going to be mandated. They're not going to mandate the public schools to do it. That's just going to be a recommendation. But your state, can the state come in and say, listen, we, we're going to need all of Iowa's public schools to get on board with this. They almost have to, by the way that some of these governors reacted. So if the state a- does it, yes. So if the state passes legislation to mandate it, and change the requirements and to do it, then yes, it'll have to okay. be done through legislation. A, a governor executive order will not work. Um, 
So they'll have to draft legislation. It'll have to go through there. So like the odds of it happening this school year, probably ain't going to happen because depending on your state to push it through, get the legislation written, passed, signed into law, taken into effect. It'll probably happen next year. But I can guarantee, yeah, like California is already working on it. I'm sure New York is working on it. New York is. Um, I mean, your your deep liberal states probably have already had it in the works, so it'll go back go. And I know, like, just watching the political ads here in in Michigan, if if Gretch is, has her way, it will absolutely be mandated here in Michigan too. Gretch gonna win November. <laughs> I think so. Unfortunately, I had a big crawl on my ass with Gretch over COVID. She was true. And the reason why, in all honesty, is because we listened to a Trump endorsement as a whole as conservatives here instead of like actually doing our own research like we're supposed to do. And this is why okay. my big turnoff for Trump is because so many people just listen to what he says and he endorsed, um, what's her name, right at Tudor Dixon right at the end. And yep push that vote because even Ryan Kelly, like he was pulled like one or two and he was, he, he, he got like third or fourth and it wasn't even close. Right. But he was, he would be the one that could win against her. Is that what you're saying? I think he would have won against her. Yeah. But this girl, this Tudor Dixon, she's very financially heavily backed by uh, DeVos's up here, um, which was our, the old and the old secretary of education, uh, lady under Trump and whatnot. So it, it's, I don't know, like every campaign ad is against her, every single one. And I don't see any against Gretch. Yuck. Yeah. But they're going to push hard in Michigan. And oddly well, enough, yeah. they're all with black voters for Gretch. Really? She's using all the black voters, like all the black people are, they're all black in her ads to appeal to the black population and probably people Detroit. still buying into that shit. I thought that I thought people could see culture. Unfortunately, unfortunately it works. Unfortunately, really? Still? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Come on. Like, I, I don't, I know when I'm being pandered to and I'm like, nah, we're not, no, we're not going to talk about that. I know when these ads come on and they're like, we know how, how hard it is for you to buy your groceries. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. No, okay. you don't. <laughs> No, you don't. You ain't got a clue. Listen, and I, I love my governor, and I'm probably going to vote for her again. I am going to vote for her again. But I can tell even when she's pandering to me. She's just like, we know that um, that Iowan families. No, you don't. As you're sitting up there in your mansion, at the end of the day, I get it. Like, and I'll vote for you, and I'm going to vote because it's my civil duty to vote. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to vote for you because I, I like the way that you handled things. But I also understand that you are part of this whole, you know, the whole problem. And at the end of the day, you are doing the same thing that they're doing on the other side to pander to a certain amount of voters. And I don't feel like you're being real at all, but I like what you're doing. So I'm going to vote for you. But this is where I think people, they don't think that deeply about it. Like they just don't don't get past That I'm seeing around on TikTok is that we're in power and we don't need to vote. Like that's Uh. dumb. If if we are truly in power, then if we are truly in power, the way that some of us believe that we are, and we don't have to vote, well, then we don't have that power because that is our power is voting. That that's how we control this thing. That's how we, as we the people, that's why it was set up the way that it was, is because that's our power to change what we don't like within our government to change our country, and so. 
by not voting, you're literally giving up the power that you have. And granted, you may not feel like your vote counts or you may feel like there's going to be some fraud in the election. But at the end of the day, there's always fraud and it's always on both sides. Always has been. There's fraud on the right and there's fraud on the left. And if you're if you think it's just on the left, you're fooling yourself because the Republicans try to cheat just as much as the Democrats do. Well, so that was another thing that came out today. So the Biden administration is warning people of, uh, let me read it verbatim, though. I want to make sure that I get it right. Hold on give me one second. Maybe. Do I have it? God, I actually have all this shit saved and I just don't. I was not on the ball tonight, apparently. Anyway, they came out and they, they, they're they preparing people for foreign inter, foreign interference mm-hmm. in the November election. And I don't know about that. Like, well, I, and I know about that because I know there is there's always the threat of foreign interference. There's always the threat of domestic interference, in my opinion. But it really like people specifically this year are are and then my comments are full of them on TikTok. I made a TikTok about it. Who are not going to go vote because they are they're like, and we're back to this, right? We're not going to vote until 2020 is fixed. And it's like that's like the least you can do. Like it is, it is, it is the least you can do. We're not going to take to the streets. You're not going to muscle it up. The irony of that is, is the people that are in charge now that the last two years could have fixed it, haven't fixed it. So if you don't vote those people out, it's not going to get fixed. And it's just a lazy way of just saying, I don't want to vote. That's just being lazy. But I want to vote independent. I've already heard that. I've heard that too about like, um, why why some of these politicians don't run as independent why is that why don't they ever a lot of its finances so like when you're in your primaries all throughout the country the party stays out of the primaries so they don't fund any particular candidate but when you win it when you win that primary now you're backed by rnc you're backed by dnc um and they help give you money to run your campaign because obviously they want to win no matter what there's no inc there's no independent. There, there is no independent. So like all of these independent people, it's just financially not able to, unless they're backed by, you know, somebody with some big pockets, which means that's probably deep state. Um, and while it sucks, I mean, this is why, like, in all honesty, I always felt like Trump trapped the, the Republican party. Cause I do believe that the Republican party would have done to Trump what Bernie Sanders what D- the DNC did to Bernie Sanders and rigged the election. Cause whenever you do those in the primaries for the presidential election, they hold the, uh, their, their conference is and whatnot where the electors within the um, RNC and DNC vote okay. for that candidate. Right. And typically they go based on the popular vote, which as we know has not even been happening on the DNC side because they've rigged it once for Hillary Clinton and now Joe Biden and screwed out Bernie Sanders because they knew Bernie Sanders didn't have the cojones to run independent. If you re- if you realize back in 2016 when Trump was running and he kept warning the Republican Party, if you don't treat me fair, I will run independent. And for them, they knew that it would take votes away from the Republican Party for one. And two, they knew he had the financial backing because he's a billionaire. He could mm-hmm. fund it himself. Um, so he didn't have any leverage to stick with the Republican party or else. And so the Republican party had to treat him fair. I do believe that the like establishment Republicans, as we know, hate Donald Trump and absolutely would have 
rigged the Republican National Committee at that point would have absolutely rigged that election to not get Trump in. Um, but now they're stuck with him. Well, then they might be. Did you, have you heard Mike Pence? Have you heard of Mike Pence? He's <laughs> talking about running. I did. I do want to ask you this question, too, since we're on the Trump train right now. I am not a Mike Pence fan. I have not been a Mike Pence fan until I fell down the rabbit hole of the Cleveland deal. And I read that whole conspiracy, right? Supposed conspiracy. Um, and then the fly landed on his head and just like it did on Hillary, just like it did on Obama, just like, okay. So there's, there's a rabbit hole there of stuff. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, I don't like Mike Pence just because I've never liked Mike Pence. Like, I don't feel like he did anything as vice president uh, to do anything. There was a time during Trump's presidency where Mike Pence was in charge of the COVID stuff. Do you remember like right at the beginning, he's like, I'm going to let my vice president just handle the COVID stuff, you know? And that's what he was going to, he was part of like the COVID resonance team or whatever. And then we never saw Mike Pence again. Then like the next week, COVID became like a thing and Trump stepped back in and then he brought in Burks and he brought in Fauci and he brought in all these other people. And I never saw Mike Pence again. Do you think Mike Pence going to run for president? One, do you think yeah. he'd be a good president too? And what is your feelings of him overall? Three. Yeah, no, he'll run. He'll run. It's a money grab. Right. Really? Um, he, oh yeah. Yeah. These, yeah. these guys are fools. Um, he will absolutely run. Uh, and he'll give it a shot. Will he win? Obviously not. The whole COVID thing. So that one, that one has me a little stumped, not just because it's Mike Pence, but like, I don't think Trump, and, and obviously we know this through like the 60 minute interview that was later released. He didn't take it serious at the, at the start of it. No. Right. Nope, he did not. And I think that's why he let his vice president do it. And then when it got more serious, I think Trump knew his legacy would have been on the line. And that's why he booted out Mike Pence and probably banned him from even talking about it because he didn't want it to fumble because he knew one, it's election year. Two, you have this major pandemic happening that got worse that he didn't take very serious. And that's why he did the Operation Warp Speed, um, which I find odd on our side that we give him a pass for pushing the thing as hard as he is and bragging about it while we hate it so much on our side. But that's neither here nor there. As far as Pence goes, uh, no, he, I, I'm, I've never cared for him and more, I think of him on the same lines as like a Marco Rubio, um, and, uh, like a Tim Scott, even, I, I just don't think that those three guys have the leadership as far as like, if I were to put them in the front lines as a leader, would I be able to count on them? No, they're just too soft-spoken too almost like a pushover that I get that vibe from them. Um, not like a Trump, like willing to shove a leader out of the way to be in the front, like Trump did. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah. like, I'm the leader, I'm alpha kind of deal. And he just doesn't bring across for that for me. I didn't know who he was until he selected governor, or even though he was a governor, I didn't even know really who he was until he was selected for vice president. And I was like, who the hell is Mike Pence guy? Um, so, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't know if I'd vote for him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm going to. No, I would not. Absolutely not. Like, I don't know what I would do if it was between the two. And that's not that doesn't seem to be the running consensus. The running consensus seems to be it's either going to be Trump and DeSantis or they can't either the they're. 
either they're going to run together. So it'd be Trump as president. It's Why? in the constitution. They're not allowed. They can't run for president on the same at ticket. The same time? Mm-hmm. 12th amendment specifically says that the electors have to uh, vote on presidential and vice president that are not in the same state. They cannot reside in the same state. It's literally. In the oh, oh, my God. That blows the lid off of everybody's fucking theory then. Yep. I didn't know that. So because they both live in the same state, they can't run together. Per the 12th Amendment. Can they can they run opposite of each other? Oh, yeah. They can run opposite. Okay. And But then when one makes the primary and wins the primary, they can't select the other for the vice president. Oh, that's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am serious. I'm gonna have to snippet this and post it because I seriously don't think enough people know that. Yeah, because here, I have so many people that are telling me it's gonna be Trump and then DeSantis will be like VP. No, I mean that's a wish for sure. Uh, um he's double checking. Yeah, you can't vote. I did not know this. See, I learned stuff. Additionally, Ever. electors may not vote for presidential and vice presidential candidates who reside in the same electors state. At least one of them must be inhabitant of another state. Why? Probably so that like, um, probably for bias that way, the whole country isn't led by the state of Florida. The whole country isn't led by, um, now if he claims NYC, (laughs) you might have more issues legally with Trump. I think that's one reason why he fled New York City was because of all some of the legal stuff that's going on in there. And um, I don't think he's leaving Florida. <laughs> I mean, why would you leave the Mar-a-Lago to go back to Trump Tower? I mean, because <laughs> the FBI is raiding it. They're still on that kick, too. Like, I well, they'll just go to the Trump Tower because all that stuff has to follow him to Trump Tower and whatnot. So um, and I think that there's some things that I'm, I'm sure that DeSantis probably helps shield a lot of this stuff too, as much as he can. So I see a lot of, I do. I would rather have, like if I had to vote in the primary against uh, between Trump and DeSantis, it would be DeSantis for me. That's who I would vote. Oh shit. Yeah. No shit. He's he's done too good in Florida Uh, and watching him now. And, and in all honesty, watching the absence of Trump, even in Florida, like I've asked aunt, I've asked other people, has Trump been there? No, Ivanka has, but not in the devastation area. Ivanka was down south in Naples where they barely got hit. That's as close as the Trump has gotten to the devastation in Florida. Thank you, Angie. See, that's insane because that was one of the biggest things, I think, with his base was that, like, I'm trying to think of what it was, but he like he showed up. Like, he just, he showed up. He was there right after some disaster. I don't remember what it was. I can't remember, but he showed up and he was, that was one of the biggest things that were like, Trump really cares about us. He showed up. Oh, that was 9-11. Well, there was that. Yeah, he was right there. Yeah, after 9-11. But I couldn't even get my governor to show up after the Derocho. (laughs) (laughs) Like, farmers, all these farmers went under. Here's the thing, like, and this is what I asked in my video to Trump is, or, or about Trump was like, Trump made time to go down to the border to campaign with um, uh, Hot Wheels and, and do the photo op and whatnot to help Hot Wheels during the primary election, but he can't even show up in his own home state to help Florida? Did he make and any then he's statements been, about the hurricane? He issued two statements. 
that I've seen so far. I haven't seen any more from him. Um, and then now it's coming out that it's, I, I guess now, now all of a sudden Trump is starting to get involved in the J6 stuff, like with funding some legal issues from the. Um, I saw that. And it, it does it like in, in all honesty, not that he has to, but like his endorsements, like Ryan Kelly got arrested mid campaign for being at the Trump J six thing. And he doesn't right. even back them. It's like, here's a guy that laid his life now life on the line. He didn't know it at the time being arrested and whatnot. Why, why can't, <laughs> why didn't you back him? Yeah, it was, I mean, and that's, it's a fair question because look at like when Black Lives Matter happened, look how many of our politicians came to bail these people out of jail. And yeah. I'm just saying like, and this is, this and the, the jab were my two hangups with Trump um, was the jab was the first one because I'm like, I watched the Candace Owens video and then I was, I'd watch him talk about it, you know, when it first rolled out and. I was like, my guy, like, this is not it. And this is one of the hills that I'm going to die on in, in terms of where I'm going to cast my vote when it comes time is going to be medical freedom and <laughs> this kind of thing. And so this is one of the things that's going to sway my vote. Now that might not be for everybody and that's okay. Right. That's, that's perfectly okay. But this is how the voting process is supposed to work. You have to pick the hill that you're going to die on the things mm-hmm. that you want and then find the candidate that's going to back those things. Um, yeah, he did pimp out Dr. Oz too. I hate Dr. Oz. And uh Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt Romney's terrible. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like I maybe something changed. I yeah, I, I don't maybe. I don't get it. And the Eric thing in Missouri where he just endorsed Eric. Yep, that was weird. <laughs> that was just weird. Uh- <laughs> I mean, it's it's just too many things that like uh, like at the end of the day, if Trump does run again, he's turned into a politician because this is the same stuff that legit politicians do. And so if if he's going to be a politician, then we have to treat him as such, which means he has to fall under the same scrutiny as anybody else would. I had somebody tell me, oh, he doesn't have to run on policy because he already we already know what his policies were. That's bullshit. We've always made everybody that has ever re-ran for any type of election always run on their policy for their next term. Always. Obama had to mention policies. Biden will have to mention policies. And then you go down to the state level. It goes all the way. I mean, this is why we have debates for incumbents as well. Um, like tomorrow night, uh, Gretch and Tudor Dixon are debating. Why does she need to debate then? Like, we already know what her policies are, if that's the case. But no, we want to hear more of their policies. What's more of their future? We don't know that right. from, from Trump because he's not saying anything. All he does is in his rallies that everything I ever hear come out of his rallies, it's everything about him. Right. No, I get it. No, I, I get I get what you're saying. And we are a policy over person type of situation. We Plus, should a lot be. of things have changed since 2019. A lot. Since his last year, like a lot, like where our economy is in the trash. And do I see it getting much better? It is going to depend on November. I think if we do take a stronghold in November and get some good people in there, yeah, we could see some changes, but we're going to be writing this out for probably the next two years. 
it, there's going to have to be some kind of something, something pretty big in order to pull the United States out of the recession that we're in. And it's just a different time now. I don't know what that looks like. And, and, this and I'd why, have to agree with you. This is why I'm with you, Ship. Like we ha- like to not vote right now. Like I know that we always hear this, like this election is the most important election of our lifetime. And because it literally is every single election is the most important of our lifetime because we're seeing how fast things can turn on one election. Two years ago, 2020, look where look what it's done to our country. Mm-hmm. Every election counts. And so it's like if you supposedly have all this power that they claim that we do, and that's why we don't have to vote, then why don't we have the power to uh, lower gas prices? Why don't we have the power to control this inflation as individuals? Why don't we have the power to um, to not fund Ukraine? Um, all sorts of stuff. We don't have that power because it's we, we essentially give those re- to representatives to fight for us. But in order to get that fighting for us, we have to vote the right people in. And that's our true power. And that, that's why it frustrates me when people are like, oh, well, we shouldn't vote or, oh, fraud. Um, mm-hmm. well, again, there's fraud everywhere. Name mm-hmm. it. Like every state has it. Every county has it. Every party has it. And so for me, it's like that's not a reason to stop. It's a reason to get more involved. It's a reason to continue to vote. It's continue to to get more in touch with your with your actual um, uh, representatives, your, your state, local, and federal representatives. Be in contact with them. Get more involved. Quit being lazy and watching TV. Instead, maybe send a couple emails to representatives, checking in on them. Um, fight, note, get facial recognition on your own individual representatives for your state because they live in your area, which means you'll probably run into them in the grocery store. And guess what you can do? You do what I do. I confront them right there in the damn grocery store. You work for me. So I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to confront right. you right there in public. I don't care if it's a Sunday afternoon while you're dressed up in your Sunday best. I'm still confronting you and I'm asking you questions because you work for me. And that's how we should be handling these people. Instead, we look at them and we go, that's the state senator or that's congressman so-and-so. We can't approach them. Nah, screw that. They work for us. Go ask them questions. They're not any – like we we start – the day the second we started treating these politicians like they were celebrities is when we started losing our power. These people fly commercial just like you and I do. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, aunt called me the other day. He was flying. It was when he was flying back from Illinois and he, he FaceTime. He's like, guess who I just ran into at the airport. I was like, who? He goes, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> I, I like the second did? time somebody's not Pete Buttigieg at an airport. I said, you did? And, and he goes, yeah. I go, what'd you do? He goes, I went up to him and I shook his hand and I said, I'm not a fan of yours. I was like, yeah, that, well, that's the st- like, even if it's something that simple, Instead, we get shy, we get scared, we get starstruck that they're a politician, but they're just a human being, and they work for us. We hire them by our votes, and this is part of the engagement that we have to have with them. If we make their life too comfortable, they take away our freedoms every time. Can I ask you about Chuck Grassley? Do you know much about Chuck Grassley? Yeah. Um. Just from like watching him in Congress, but not probably nearly as much as you do since you vote for him or used to. I didn't vote. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not because I met him in person. (laughs) I did just what you told me to fucking do. I went and I met him and I asked him questions like a bold ass person. I wasn't in an airport, but I was in a little 
smelly business office place. And he gave me the runaround. And I'm like, I know you're giving me the runaround. Like, I know how to do this. Like, I know you're doing this because I know how to do this. And he spun it back on the Democrats. And I'm like, but I'm asking you, like, what are you going to, like, what are you going to do? And he didn't even hardly look at me when he, like, but everybody's got big hard-ons for Chuck Grassley. And I don't understand why. Like, even people that don't live in my state have hard-ons. Like, I'm not voting for Chuck Grassley. A lot of it's because of sound bites. Right. I mean, and that's the thing is like we get these sound bites where, where there was time in, in uh, even uh, Obama's era where Chuck Grassley was good. Like he was mm-hmm. a good congressman at that point. And at least in the eyes of camera and whatnot. But that's why we do need to be confronting these people as much as we can. Not necessarily in a bad way. I'm not advocating for, you know, going at them and like. Egg and they don't go to their house no don't go to their house but like if you see them in public go approach them go say something to them shake See's their hand man. like maybe start friendly and then then go into the talk to, to the questions that you have because it's your life it's your life and your family's life on the line here like it's it's your family's budget it's your family's livelihood it's everything's on the line and they're the ones that control this stuff and if we don't start confronting them head on when when it's most inconvenient for them that's why you get those kind of answers because he wasn't prepared for them these people are prepared for everything (laughs) i don't maybe he wasn't but he just he's like just just really going to be important for you to get out there and vote we need to get the democrats out and we got plenty of time and i'm like my guy i'm i don't remember what the question was that i was asking him oh no it was about the election Cause I'm like, Hey, you know what? I run a podcast and a lot of my people are very concerned that the elections, that there was some finagling with the elections and they want to know what's going to happen going forward uh, in terms of like the, the voting machines in terms of, you know, the different ways. And he's, he's like, well, we're going to get the Democrats. That's what he said. That's what, that's why I was, we got to get the Democrats out. So just make sure you're getting people out to vote. And I'm like, but that's not my question. My question was, they don't, they don't, they're like, they don't trust the process. Like, what should we tell them? What should they be doing? Well, you got to get the nuts. He just, I couldn't fucking believe it. I, cause I had all of these people that had Chuck Grassley on this like tower of great. And I talked to him and it was just, and he's like a feeble old man. So there's mm-hmm. one he is, he, he had, I mean, and I'm not knocking the guy he's been in, in Congress hundred years too long. He's been in Congress for too long, but he was so out of touch. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm like my guy, like they, they don't, you're not going to win because they're not going to go well, vote because and this, it's a process. And this like, shouldn't be any surprise when they, they believe election interference is um, misinformation from Russia. So basically, if you really break that down, whenever they tell you that, oh, well, this was misinformation from Russia, therefore it was election interference. No, 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 no. It was what they're telling you is, is that the American people are too stupid to understand what they're voting for and you need to listen to them and to them only. And anybody outside of that, you're dumb for even listening to. Mm-hmm. And that's why Chuck Grassley, because he's just as guilty of as, as all of them, Lindsey Graham, any, any mainstream top Republican is all that way is they truly believe that they are smarter than you. They truly believe that they are better than you. And that's why they can talk to you that way. Because they, they, they think that, oh, if you just hear Democrats and go vote or, or go vote out or, or Democrats. Vote out Democrats. Place. Right. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not asking about the Democrats. I'm asking about the process. 
Like I can't, if, if, if the people, they don't believe that their stuff counts, there's no point in me pushing people to go vote. If they don't believe right. that it counts, like what are we doing in the state of Iowa to ensure that there's more security around our elections? Fucking, well, but this guy just that's he looked answer. right fucking through me. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm out. I'm going to take these 20 people and we're going to go. <laughs> yeah. Out. And, and while he may get reelected at the end of the day, like it's, it's less votes for him. And, and but this is how we start making progress within here because now you're telling, you know, your whole audience here. You're probably telling people in your community about your interaction with him, and then it becomes, a, you know, a mouth o- o- game. And then hopefully something happens, and a, and a good candidate starts to to come up that can take his place. Okay, so I'm going to touch on something that's come controversial between my folks right now. But one of the reasons that people put Grassley on such a pedestal is because there's a Q drop about it. And I am here to tell you that if you follow the Q drops, that's great. And I I do, I follow them. I think they're really interesting. Do I believe in them all? No, I don't. I I take them all with grains of salt, but especially the one about Grassley because I met him in person and I was not impressed. In fact, I got the same thing that I would expect from any politician. And I, the only reason, again, I bring it up is because I'm seeing it circulate again now because there was something about Grassley and then China. And the China stuff obviously came out today. They arrested those Chinese Americans for um, espionage. And uh, the, Grassley's not it. I don't know who it is, but it's, it says Grassley. But Grassley, trust me when I tell you, Grassley is not it. Like, I don't know where that came from. I don't know why it's in there, but I, it's not Go meet him. If you don't believe me, go meet him. He's going to be campaigning very soon. Can I, here. If can he's I ask not what this Q drop was about him? I don't even, I don't remember. It just says trust Grassley and it has something to do with China. And again, it's going around because of the Chinese Americans that were arrested. Um, and I, this is the kind of stuff when it comes to the Q drops that it's, it's hard for me to get on board with because I know what I saw with my eyes. I know what I heard. And I, I'm very intuitive when it comes to being manipulated by people. And I feel like I was absolutely manipulated and dismissed by this man. And I'm like, man, you don't know who the fuck I am. At the time, I had 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I about told him, like, listen, I got 2,000. None of them are from Iowa, but that doesn't matter. See, this is this is the danger. I, I, and I didn't know about that because I, I don't yeah. follow Q like that at all, obviously. And, and it's not a knock on any Q people or anything like that. But this is where, like, the Q stuff and I'll, I'll put Trump stuff into that bucket, too, where – we fall on their word and their word only. Uh, that that's Can't just as that. dangerous as a Democrat being in office because that's what Democrats do. And it's like I always wonder, like with these last couple of years, what has happened to the conservative mind? We used to be facts over feelings. We used to be um, policy over people. We used to be all, all these things like anti-establishment. Get them all out if they've been in there too long. And then, but then like a Q drop will come about. Chuck Grassley, I guess, and or Trump says, vote for this person because I endorsed him, and we mm-hmm. go nuts over it. It's like, w- what happened? Like, we're just that's just as bad. That's that's where that cult behavior comes from. Has it now? Let me ask you something, and I'm only thinking like back just maybe five or eight years. Do you think maybe it's always been that way though with the Republicans? It's just louder now. It's just because it, one, because of social media, because of Polititalk that came out of it, out of the last, you know, what, five, six, seven years. Okay. And then two, uh, because of the 2020 election and because of the 2016 to 20, you obviously Trump brought out a lot of yeah. piss, you know, a lot of the, the corruption that was going on. He exposed it, if nothing else. Um, 
do you think now it's just maybe it's a, and I'm only saying this that's because a lot of these people have been in office for hundreds of years. Chuck no, Grassley right. is one of them. And, and I remember my dad even being like, well, he's always been doing it. So we'll just he's been doing an OK job. We're going to vote for him again. I can remember him saying that when I was younger. My dad was a boomer like and he didn't he didn't even have Internet. Like, do you think maybe it's always been that way? And we just now see it for, yeah. rather than no, that's now fair become the loud that, majority. That's... That's extremely fair. Um, and, and I would probably have to agree with you that uh, maybe social media has just inflamed this a little bit more, that um, it's more noticeable to mm-hmm. us true, I guess, free thinkers. I, I, and I hate saying like true free thinkers, but like somebody that can, I, I've, I've personally never been somebody that has idolized or looked up to or felt that like any type of celebrity or anything was like untouchable and that they were, that they're human at the end of the day. Um, I, I'm the person that used to get in trouble in corporate when, when I worked in a, in a corporate office and the CEO would come to visit and they'd make us wear suit and, tie, suit and ties. And I wouldn't do it because that's not dress mm-hmm. code. If the CEO has an issue with the dress code, the CEO himself should change the dress code, not just because he comes to visit. So therefore I won't right. bow down just because the CEO is coming into town and, um, and, and I, that's just how I've always been. And so for me, like I, I loved Trump prior to him even running for office and I didn't vote for him in the primaries. I voted for Ted Cruz in 2016 because I always knew Trump's not a conservative. Trump's not a Republican. He never has been and, and whatnot. So for me, it's like, I, I campaigned against him in the primaries. Now, did I jump on board with him? Because yeah, I wasn't. I came into the 2016 election of I'm not voting for a Bush and I'm not voting for a Clinton. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> my entire life, one of one of those two last names have been in office at the top, yep. and I'm not doing it. So when Trump got the nominee, I, I and Clinton got the nominee for me, it was simple. Trump, it is, mm-hmm. and it was a good smart choice because I, I do believe Trump was one of the best presidents that we've had but he's also been probably the most divisive president we've ever had either that's divided this country i believe more than obama did maybe not by himself maybe not him intentionally doing it but some of the way he goes about things is very divisive and that's why i don't think it would be good for our country for him to be president again yeah there's Um, far too much hate for that man in order and I, i get what you're saying like i it would benefit if he came in with the same policies he had before and a big plan to fix the economy it would benefit me 150% because oh, I don't get triggered by what people say. I don't give a shit what he tweets. I don't care what he says. I don't care how he says it. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Like bring right. my grocery bill down. Right. But I get that some people, I, that's something I had to learn was that there are a lot of people out there that that's where the facts over feelings things come into that because there's a lot of people out there that would vote solely based on the mean things that he said, you know, and vote mm-hmm. solely based on, on, the divisive way that he said something like, and they would take so much offense to it that they would literally vote Hillary fucking Clinton into office, even knowing all of the shit that she did with Benghazi, even though all knowing all of the emails, which are legit, the emails are legit. Okay. Whether you believe in the different theories around them or not, it doesn't matter. The emails that she had were legit and the way that she was spending the Americans, you know, knowing all of this, you're still going to vote for her because of how mean Donald Trump is to whoever 
is it happens to be. Well, mind you, it's the same way on the right because Trump himself said it, and I do believe this: that Trump could walk down on Fifth Avenue in New York City and shoot somebody in the face, and he would probably still get elected president. Probably, and that's sad to say. Yeah, he said it himself in a debate mm-hmm. <laughs> with Hillary in 2016, and he's absolutely right. He, he very well. I mean, uh, you just slightly chastise the man and you get canceled and all the Trump supporters come at you. And it's like, yeah, this, this is why I don't like Trump anymore. It's because of the the voters. Y'all treat him way different than any politician should. And y'all are treating him like he's some hero uh, and and can't ever do anything wrong. And it's like, he's human at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. All humans are flawed, including Trump. (laughs) especially trump sometimes right. i think you right. know what i mean like no i and i get there's you no there. secret there yeah I, I i get what you're saying and that, but like his supporters aren't gonna sway him. like and that's one thing too that that i'm trying to get people like just because the trump people were mean to me because i came out about watch the water if i decide to vote for trump i'm gonna vote for trump like it has nothing to do with them that's gonna no. have to do with everything you know his policy and that's anybody that could be DeSantis. that could be anybody like his policies right. his plan to get us out of this mess to put our country back to being first before everybody else. And that's, that's what I'm going to be voting for. Like, I don't care how your supporters treat me at the end of the day. Like, I don't care. So do you, do you know Trump's, any of Trump's policies by chance that he would run on? Not now. No, that he would run for 2024 or yeah. 2024 and, and on. Can you believe no. people are already ready to vote for him and not even know what policies? Uh, that's yeah. They see that's the shit. <laughs> He has changed. That's what I'm saying. He has changed so much from like 2016, 17, 18, even going into 19 to kind of who he is now that I feel like something happened. And and if you get in conspiracy theory about it, you can. That's fine. We could speculate. But something something changed because I, I really do feel like when he was president, he was about the people. And now looking at and I'm not just saying this because you said it, but I'm saying it because I've seen it. I really do get this whole political politician you know the people he's supporting the jab that he supported like and i'm not against him i just that, you know, it's those funny i'm gonna die on and that's it, that means and here's an example of, of him being the politician that you're talking about is so in my video um when i asked about the j6 and the florida and the jab Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that people said was, well, he can't really come out and support the J6 people because he'd get slaughtered by the media and whatnot. When has Trump ever cared? Right. Isn't that why when we he, liked him? When has he we not been slaughtered him? by the media? Right. Isn't that why we liked him is because he spoke facts without fear of anything. He spoke without caring about the repercussions. Now, all of a sudden, he cares about repercussions. That's politician talk. That, that, and they're literally given the advocacy that he's a politician now because <laughs> only politicians yeah. care because they read the room to make sure that it fits in with what they're needing. And it's like, man, y'all are like making it bad. There is one thing that I'm going to give Trump like all the credit for probably is that it is because of him and his administration and the way that he was divisive or not, hate him or not. Mm-hmm. It got everybody talking. Mm-hmm. Every single person got interested. Every single person got involved. And whether they're right or left, it doesn't matter. Every single person. Like, 
there is probably going to be a bigger vote out turn a voter turnout this November than there has been in a midterm election, maybe ever. Because they don't so. advertise the midterm elections. Yeah, I really right. didn't have any clue that yeah. these even happened. But now people do, and they understand how important they are. The advertising of them has not changed, like on the radio or in your local stations. Like, that's the same. They're, they just started the political ads now. Like, I haven't heard any up till today. I heard one, finally. But we've been talking about midterm elections for the last six months. Like we have been preparing people and, and letting people know what their governors are doing and how to kind of, and how to find them and what to look for. And I do, I think you're going to see right or left. I think you're going to see the biggest voter turnout in maybe our history of us being alive for a midterm election this year than you've probably ever seen. I don't know where I can find that information, but it would be really interesting to see if the percentage, the comparisons. Yeah. And I 100% agree with he you on that. there. I, I'm yeah. glad he woke up people to politics. I mean, mm -hmm. whether it be on the Democrat side or the Republican side or the independent side, whoever it is that got woke up because of Trump being in politics, I'll be forever grateful for that because I don't think half the people on TikTok would be talking about politics if it wasn't for Trump, whether it be left, right, center, up, down, doesn't matter. So I 1,000% agree with you there. Yeah, I'm here for that. And with that, text, we are right at our hour. We're just over our hour. Do you want to leave everybody with a little something, something before we wrap for tonight? Put your asses out and vote. Go vote! You <laughs> dirty dogs! We don't care. Just go do it. Like, I get it. Be frustrated, but begrudgingly get yourself up. Go down there in person and go vote. Yes. That's it. I'm go absentee balloting just because I, I can't go fly down to Texas. But yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll be voting. No matter what. I'm going to walk so. down here to this little courthouse arena place. It's like a block from my house. I'm going to be walking down there, cast my vote that morning. So let's do it. Good to go. That's it. You guys, we love your faces. Text. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Thank you guys so much for being here. Tonight is Monday, meaning tomorrow is Tuesday. We're going to be live with queen of the flock tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I'll let you guys know. Uh, and that's going to be at 8 PM central standard time. Be on both Twitch and YouTube. And that's it. We love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom, I says hi and watch out for all of them. Dear. Bye guys. <laughs>